This is the Create Yourself Podcast. Welcome back to the Create Yourself Podcast. This podcast is your source of information for fitness, nutrition, life, and anything else that you need to create a life that you can be proud of. Um, I am back at you with you guys again on another podcast. I'm actually recording this one on the same day, but you know, the the creative juices are flowing and, uh, you know, as my good friends say, when the uh, iron is hot, it's time to start some clothes, so we're going to get after it. Uh, before I jump into this podcast, I want to give a couple plugs here, very shameless ones. Number one, if you're looking to change your life in 2019 and you need a gym to do it, and you just so happen to live in Silverdale, Washington, uh, please check out our gym, CrossFit7Cities.com. We offer a two-week free trial. That's because we put our money where our mouth is. If you think that uh, you know, there's a lot of places out there that don't exactly deliver on their promises, but uh, we give you two weeks to try us out, try our coaches, try our community, see if our culture is a good fit for you. During that time, you can you know, opt out and, and, and go on your merry way. Uh, your, your two-week trial starts off with a one-on-one session with your coach. Um, uh, we want to build a relationship with you. We want to get to know you. We are not a gym where you pop in headphones and then disappear into the the abyss by yourself. We're going to talk to you. We're going to get to know you and we're going to build a relationship with you. And if you don't live in the Silverdale, Washington area, but you want to get your own personalized individual workout program and nutrition plan along with that, just check me out on Instagram. I am at the CF7C coach on Instagram. Shoot me a direct message and we can get you started uh, going in the right direction. All right. So enough plugs about myself and our services that we offer at the gym. Um, let's talk about what today's podcast is about. So today I want to discuss eight rules that you can apply in your training program to get lean. <clears throat> now there's obviously there's probably like 30 different things, but um, I want to jump into a couple of the different pieces of the puzzle that go into getting lean. This could take me 15, 20 minutes. This could take me 55 minutes. Who knows? We're going to get crazy. We're going to go after it. But um, each one, just like always, I'm going to elaborate on each. I may rant, I get passionate, I love stuff, I just want to give information and give value to people, so we're going to jump right into it. So, eight rules to help you to get lean in your journey, okay? So, the first one I want to talk about is that you got to prioritize your nutrition, okay? So, that means that you're not going to be able to eat cakes and pies and, and get lean, and it's going to be easy for you. You have to pay attention to your food. I have people all the time that I train or that come into my gym, you know, I've been watching them work out, you know, for years and years and years and don't prioritize their workouts or we can go the other way with it. Maybe they do work out and see some results, but my question or, or, or my question to them is always this, like, can they be better? Like, can you get more out of your training, better results? Can you gain strength faster through prioritizing your food, right? Like, yeah, maybe, you know, maybe you are gaining muscle or getting lean, you know, or maybe you're gaining muscle and getting lean through not paying attention to your food. And that's all good and fine. But imagine if you did prioritize your nutrition. Imagine if you were supplementing well, you were taking your fish oils, your BCAAs, your protein product, your protein supplement was of good quality. You focused on foods that were single ingredients. You ate lean meats, eggs, veggies, fruits, produce, like all these things. What if you did that? Could it be better? It can't be worse. 
especially if you're a competitive athlete. Like if you're a competitive athlete, somebody who does competitions <clears throat> and you're not prioritizing your food, I would always argue that as a competitive athlete, you're after that 1% of difference. Like you want to get better because that 1% is going to make a huge difference for you. Right? So prioritizing your nutrition is, it just, it, it cuts the amount of time out of what you're trying to do. And especially if we're using it in this, in this basis, it's a rule, right? Like if it's a rule of you getting lean, prioritizing your food is not even something we can question. Maybe you do lose fat, not prior to prioritizing your food, but at a certain point you are going to run into a little bit of struggle. You're going to run into that roadblock where shoot, you know, eating out all the time and doing what you always have done and not prioritizing nutrition, there's going to be a certain point when that's going to stop. Sometimes I see people that lose a whole bunch of weight or, or lose a whole bunch of body fat and then they just stop right before it's where they want to be. You know, they'll, and more often than not, they'll change the, the training program <clears throat> or they'll go try the new fad diet, you know, whether it's, you know, maybe I shouldn't even jump into it, but uh, they'll jump onto something completely new and they'll diet jump the diet jump. Um, just looking for like that quick fix instead of making it a priority, right? Instead of making it something that was important from the first place, they wait later down the road or whatever it is. So um, prioritizing nutrition is something that has to happen. It's something that you got to do from the very beginning. And uh, it's a must have when you're trying to be a, a leaner uh, person, athlete, you know, you name it. Okay. So the next thing that I believe is a rule is that, um, you should do com you should do compound lifts, right? So when we're talking about being lean, like what what does being lean really mean? That runs. <laughs> being lean means that you have a low percentage of body fat, and you have a good percentage of lean muscle mass, right? So when you're when somebody says they're leaning out, the first thing I think is they want to take that body fat percentage. And that lean muscle mass, and they want to put them together, right? They want to make that margin a little bit smaller because if that margin's big, then they're carrying around a lot of body fat on top of that, all right? So when I think when I say something like do compound lifts, is because when you do compound lifts, when you pick the right exercises, especially a compound lift, because a compound movement is something that's got tons of body parts involved, right? You're doing multiple. There's multiple multiple joints involved in you performing a compound lift. Right? Like compound lifts are hard exercises. They require a lot of muscles, a lot of joints, a lot of tendons, a lot of things, a lot of nervous system recruitment to perform them. So in my opinion, I think a compound lift is a must-have if you are trying to get leaner. Right? And I bunny ears that because <laughs> you know, getting lean, what does that even mean? Right? You, you want to lose body fat, you want to gain muscle. That's what it is. That's what lean is. Okay, so if we're getting lean, we've got to prioritize food, we got to do compound lifts. Now, the next thing I want to talk about is how important, right? Rule number three is how important it is to get stronger, right? Because the stronger person, more often than not, um, is a person that can create more force, who can call on their body more, which means they need more fuel, which means you burn more fat, you create more of a fat loss, right? The stronger you are, the more efficient you are. Okay, but the thing is, is that the stronger you get, the more weight you can lift. So it just keeps going. Like it's, I mean, 
at a certain point, you're going to reach that threshold. But the stronger you are, the more you're going to lift. The more you lift, the more you burn, etc. Right? So getting stronger is just a piece of the puzzle. Um, and, and more often than not, like if you're not strong enough, <clears throat> like for instance, I'll see somebody that'll start like a, you know, a new sprint training program or, you know, this new assault bike program or this new rowing program or the run, like whatever it is, like I would argue that more often than not, the the point of that program in the first place requires a prerequisite amount of strength. Like if I get a client that's fresh off the street and they come to me and they're like, hey, I want to get lean, right? I want to get lean. It's important. <clears throat> through talks, through assessment, and I find out about their workout history, if they've never worked out before, if they've never done any sort of weight training, they a lot, and especially most people I see, like they, uh, they've never like done any resistance or weight training before, the first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to get them stronger. Because if I can get them stronger, I can actually call on their body to work harder, right? So the stronger you are, the more efficient you are, the easier it is for me as a, as a coach of, of people or of you, the easier it is for me to help you to get lean because your body's going to call on that fat to use all of that, uh, to use all that strength, to utilize that. The more, with, the more weight you lift, the more strength you have, the more body fat you burn. Pretty simple when you think about it like that. Okay, which leads me right into rule number four. You got to build muscle. It's important. Like a, a bigger muscle is going to, like people say like, oh, I'm going to lose body fat. I'm going to go, <clears throat> I'm going to go, um, I'm just going to go run. Right? Like how many marathon runners have you seen that are big and jacked? I know a lot of marathon runners that uh, carry more body fat than they want, and they run all the time. It's because they don't, do any, they don't do any training. They don't do any training to build muscle. The more muscle you have, the more body fat you burn. It's just like strength. Right? A, big, a bigger muscle, the same as a stronger muscle, is going to require more energy and is going to burn fat faster. Right? Because it, no matter what, when somebody's trying to lose body fat or they're trying to get lean, like, I know that you should be focusing on the long game, but I know that I can make, technically speaking, I can make that long game just a little bit shorter. The more muscles you have, the more muscular you are. So this is ladies, grandma, grandpa, dad, teenagers, you name it. The person who builds the most muscle is also going to burn the most body fat and is also going to get lean the most, uh, the fastest, Right? The more muscle you have, the more calories you burn in a day. It's a win-win. <laughs> How many people like don't want to have more muscle mass, more muscle mass, and lose body fat at the same time? Like you get both, All right? So you got to build muscle. All right. So the next thing I want to talk about is metabolic conditioning. Like metabolic conditioning, right? That's a rule, right? Like you should do metabolic conditioning, right? They're they're like. When I was coming up and I was trying to lose weight back when I started this whole thing and you know I was a little overweight, wanted to be a little leaner, bunny ears, <clears throat> it was all about slow cardio, right? Like um, all these exercise scientists years ago were like, if you want to burn body fat, the longer you burn, the more, uh, the more body fat, or I'm sorry, the longer you exercise, the longer you do cardio, the more body fat you burn. 
All right, so what do we do? Started long runs, 40, 45 minutes, an hour. Some people do like, shoot, like eight to 10 miles or something like that, crazy. But that's the wrong response to like what the scientists said back then. Right, because we know now that your body adapts to that. Like, it's so crazy because like, it's in everything. Like, no matter what you do, your body's gonna try to figure it out. That's why I was so drawn to CrossFit when I started it. Because like, my body couldn't figure it out. It just couldn't figure it out because there was um, the durations of training were so different all the time. Like my metabolism couldn't figure it out. So so when we talk metabolic conditioning, like metabolic conditioning can go a bunch of different ways. But metabolic conditioning is a sense is essentially like doing high intensity, doing moderate intensity, doing low intensity. When you do metabolic conditioning, you actually like it, because it's not like people think like oh because I'm not training for. 10, 15, 20 minutes, like I'm not burning, burning as much calories. But nobody talks about the calories that, that burn after you're done doing metabolic conditioning. Because when you do metabolic conditioning, it messes up your metabolism in a good way. Because after your body's burning, 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 still burning, healing, burning, recovering, all these things are happening after you do a metabolic conditioning workout that are so much different than doing a long, slow endurance event or a long, slow cardio event. Is cardio, long duration cardio a, a, a way? To do it? Absolutely. No doubt in my mind. No doubt in my mind at all. But I will tell you that we're always about being efficient, right? I know that metabolic conditioning is going to be much better than just doing uh, long, slow cardio all the time. And you're going to get this metabolic boost and metabolism boost when you're done anyways. You're like sitting, you're like literally when you're driving home after a metabolic conditioning workout, your body's still burning body fat. Still pulling on those energy stores, you're still winning. So that's number five. <clears throat> Man, I should have brought some water down here. All right, so uh, number six. Number six is huge because nobody does it. Nobody rests. Like you gotta rest. That's rule number six. Like you gotta rest. Like when you're training, you're actually not getting better, right? When you train, when you work out, you're actually just making your body, like you're, you're stressing your body out. You're putting micro tears in your muscles. You're putting stress on your joints and your bones, which is, which is good. Like stress is good, but it's not good if it's all the time, right? Like I know people that'll work out like seven, eight days in a row and they won't get any results. You're like, oh, you know, more is better, right? No, it's not actually better. The perfect amount is better. Better is better. Training seven days a week is not the answer to getting lean. The answer to getting lean is training the perfect amount. Maybe for you, that's four days. Maybe it's five. I've got some clients that get great results at three days. I've got CrossFitters in my gym that come to the gym three days a week and they look fantastic. It's because they rest the perfect amount. They recover the perfect amount. Because you actually don't get better during training. You get better at home driving home, resting. And I'm not talking about just like <clears throat> some people hear rest and they're like, oh, that means I can't do anything today. Rest can be a number of different things. That could be going on a hike with your, you know, with your family. That could be taking your kids to the park and running around with them. For me, that means going to the football field and throwing football and playing tackle football with my sons. Like for me, that's, that's resting, that's recovering. It doesn't mean like, oh, you know, coach has told me to rest. I need to sit on the couch all day. That's not it. 
resting is a, is, a, is a bunch of different things. And there's a bunch of studies out there now that say active rest, right, active recovery type stuff is better than just doing nothing. Because you're still, like, when you, when you do this active recovery stuff and, like, you know, some people take it and they turn it into an abomination. Like, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do some active recovery today. I'm going to do, like, some burpee squats, push-ups. I'm going to row hard on the rower, do some assault bike intervals. I'm going to, you know, do this, that, and the other. Like, that's not the cake. Like, that's not it. Active recovery is just something that's going to move blood around in your body and is going to bring fresh, nutrient-rich blood to your muscles. Right, those nutrients are what are, are what heal you, right? Those amino acids, the glycogen, like all that comes through just circulating blood and moving around, right? So you can see how that parallels with like what I was saying about you know playing with your kids or going going hiking or um, you know doing a nice easy bike ride or maybe going for a walk. Like lately, a couple of days a week, I'll go walk for ten minutes. Especially like I work from home a couple of days a week now, so I can get you. Know, I can record podcasts like this and get out information, and that can be hard sometimes when I'm in my gym all the time. But sometimes I'll take a break. I'll eat lunch, and then I'll just go walk for ten minutes. You know, I'll do a story, maybe answer messages. But like, especially like right now here in Washington, it's it's kind of sunny, which is nice. I'll get out, move around a little bit, and get the sun on me. Like it, because for me that's re- that's resting, like that's recovery, right? So. Uh, Rule number six is that you have to rest. It's important. Without it, we're going nowhere. Without it, you can't improve. You can't get lean. You can't, like, your results will slow down. Okay? <clears throat> so moving on. All right, so the next thing is that you got to vary your training. Okay, so varying training means that it's like, a, like an even combination, right? Like, a, you know, you're doing just as much strength training as you are hypertrophy work. You know, you're doing just as much hypertrophy work as you are doing metabolic conditioning. Not only are you doing just metabolic conditioning, but you're also doing cardiovascular training, like long, slow distance, things that are cyclical in nature, right? Varying your training is important because the more you vary your training, the more your body can't figure it out, the better you get, the better you improve, you keep getting results, you keep burning body fat, you keep getting leaner. See how these things kind of parallel and you get better that way? Without varying your training, your body will adapt, right? Adaptation is actually a bad thing. It's really bad if you do it metabolic. Like if you get a metabolic adaptation, that means your body like has figured out your diet. It's the same thing with varying your training. Like I should have put vary your training and your and your nutrition. Right? I put prioritize, prioritize it, but you should vary that too. Maybe that's an addendum. Vary your training and your nutrition. Our bodies are made to adapt so that we we can live a good life and we can be protected and we can get more efficient as human beings. That's why you can't eat the same amount of food and expect different results. That's why you can't, the same way you can't do the same amount of, the same training and get better. I can't tell you how many times I do a, you know, a meeting with somebody or a consultation, you know, be it a online consult or in the gym, how often I, I hear people tell me that they plateaued. And I'm like, well, you know, what's changed? Oh, you know, I did this workout program that I started and then my body stopped getting better. Well, of course it did because you didn't vary your training, right? And, and that's, that's the, you I know, mean, shameless plug. That's why you should have a coach like me or, 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 or go to a gym that varies your training for you. And I'm not talking a gym where you rent their equipment and you pay $30 a month. I'm talking a place where you go where you get coaching, where you get mentoring, you get education, you get motivated. 
and you get good programming because without that, your body's going to adapt. You're right. Your body is going to stop getting better. Your body's going to figure that out because you're not varying your training. Your body's doing exactly what your body's doing exactly what you were meant to do, which is adapt. We adapt. that's why our bodies change. Like when we're trying to lose body fat or gain muscle or whatever that is, when you vary your training, your body doesn't adapt, right? So let's say I do five sets of five bicep curls for four weeks. Maybe those first four weeks I get better. My body gets really good at doing five sets of five bicep curls, 25 reps, okay? When my body figures it out, then I start doing eight sets of five. Well, now we're talking 15 more reps. 15 more reps, my body hasn't adapted to 15 reps yet. So what happens? I varied my training. My body starts getting better, right? Starts being, starts or uh, starts burning calories differently. M- new muscle fibers are recruited to finish those additional repetitions. My body gets good at you know what did I say? Eight sets of five. Then I go to eight sets of ten. Now we're talking eighty total repetitions. Hopefully nobody's out there with you know with calculators. I could be wrong. But guess what happens when I'm doing 80 repetitions? I varied again. My body starts burning more body fat. My body starts burning more calories because now it has to adapt to 80 repetitions. So on and so forth. I mean, we can go this with any exercise. That's why when I program, like, <laughs> like I could vary training all the time. I could have you do a different workout every day for the next six to eight months. Eventually, I'm going to run out of stuff to do. Right. I mean, I can get clever and all this other stuff, but like, um, but I make short, like little minimal differences in the workouts. I vary the rep schemes. I add in tempos, pauses, holds. Maybe I'll change one or two movements out because I just need a slight variation. If I give you slight variation, then I can stretch the amount of time I can vary out, which means I can keep, get you, help you to get leaner if that's your goal. And I can continue to keep your body guessing. Like I'm not trying to reinvent the wheel, folks. Right? I just want to change. I, I just want to do what works, and help you get leaner, stronger, faster. That's it. Nothing special. Okay. So you got to vary your training if you want to get leaner. It's a priority. Okay. Now the last thing I want to talk about, and this is something that, you know, as fitness people, we forget very often. <clears throat> You know, it's just all about the workouts, all about what we can put on the gram, the whole thing, right, is um, it's so important for you to use your fitness. That's rule number eight to get lean. Use your fitness, right? Like get outside. We're made to be out. We're, we're made to be outdoors. Like that's what we're supposed to be doing. Like in my gym during the summer, like we're taking barbells outside. We're getting after it. It's like muscle beach, the barbell paradise right in the parking lot, sunny, People got sunglasses, we're sweaty, life's good, right? We're using our fitness outside. Get out and then vitamin D, right? Push that sled. But not only that, use your fitness to do other things. I mentioned hiking before. Like, do you, th- I, got, I got two boys, I play football with them all the time when it's nice outside. I did it this weekend. <laughs> you know, I, I say rest, right? But I'm using my fitness. Like, you, you ever chase two, two boys around playing football? It's tough, man, especially when you're laying on the ground and they're jumping on you, right? 
using my fitness outside and I'm resting and recovering at the same time. I got two rules in an hour and a half time frame, right? And guess what? I'm trying to get lean right now. You think I'm going to succeed? Absolutely, because I adhere to these rules. See, we're not just supposed to go and work out inside of a gym. You know, if you're if you're a, a you know a big box gym goer and you're popping in the earbuds and you're just going and, and you're in the iron paradise and you're and you're just you know inside all the time. You know, using your fitness just to get more fitness. You're missing the boat, especially if you're trying to get lean. Like if you're trying to get lean, you gotta get out and use it. Go for a hike. If you're in Washington, you better be hiking because if not, you're missing a boat. Get outside, use it. Do an adventure race, a Ragnar, a Spartan race. Take your family somewhere. You know, maybe just go for a walk. Go jog outside. Go play basketball. You know, shoot. You're, uh, there's a guy I listen to all the time who talks about he still goes and does uh, pickup basketball games all the time. Like you can't... You can't, like, you shouldn't just be using your fitness for inside stuff. Like, get out and, and express that fitness, right? That's the, that's, you know, I'm a CrossFit coach. That's where I started at. <clears throat> kind of blended outside of that a little bit now. But what I've really noticed <clears throat> within the CrossFit space is, like, there used to be this triangle, right? Let me see if I can pull it up here. CrossFit triangle. Go on a Google machine here. Triangle, can't spell guys, sorry. But there was this triangle and like, you know, each each level had like a different thing, right? So it was, uh, yeah, there it is. So the bottom is nutrition, the second one is metabolic conditioning, the third block up is gymnastics, the fourth is weightlifting and throwing, and, and the top is sport, right? And, and, and when I see that, I immediately think like, use your fitness. Like in the CrossFit space for, for years now, like it's all about the CrossFit games. It's all about co competing. It's all about like, what's my new PR? You know, that, that new video of, you know, such and such doing 325 touch and go power cleans. Like, like that's all good and dandy, but like we do that in the first place to express it. That's why we do constantly very functional movement executed at high intensity, Right. Like, I guess I sound pretty nerdy for, as a CrossFit coach, but, like, we're, like, CrossFit started to use it in other places. Like, to, to functionally fit is more than just a sport, right? Like, you don't, like, what is functional training? Functional training is things that equate to everyday life, right? So if we're doing all this functional training, but we're not using it to function, what are we doing in the first place? Right? What's the what's the purpose of having all this fitness if we're not expressing it in the outdoors, getting outside, enjoying our families? Does that make sense? Like using that, express your fitness. All right. Sorry, I, I get ranty. I, I rant a lot, guys. Ranty is that a word? I think it's just a thing. Whatever. Um, I rant because I'm passionate. Like I love, I love these conversations. Right, because sometimes somebody comes to me and they want to get lean, and I start hitting them with rules and tasks and things to do, and they're just blown away. Like, what do you mean? I'm not working out for three hours a day. I got to do barbell squats. You want me to build muscle? Like, isn't that gonna make me gain weight? <laughs> yeah, you're gonna look awesome. 
especially if you're already like 100 and you know if you're a male and you're already weigh like 165 170 and you're like five foot four like i don't know much weight or how lean you're trying to get but i'm about to put some muscle on you right that's what we're doing i hear what you're saying you want i'm gonna give you that but it might not be the way that you're expecting to get it all right so let's recap here so eight rules to get lean right number one was prioritize your food Okay, if you're not tracking your food, you're not keeping it, if you're not keeping in touch with your, your diet and your nutrition and you're trying to get lean, you're not going to get anywhere. Okay? Number 2 is do compound lifts. Compound lifts are things like barbell strict presses, um, deadlifting, barbell squat. Things that are going to use multiple joints and multiple uh, different muscle groups. Okay? Compound lifts. Okay? The next thing is build strength. A stronger muscle burns more calories. A stronger muscle lifting more weight requires more energy, a.k.a. you burn more calories. The next one was build muscle. You know, it's not like some bodybuilders aren't as strong as a power lifter or, a, or an Olympic lifter, right? So strong, being strong and having big muscles are different, but when we're getting lean, they're both important. Right? So when I say build muscle, I say build muscle because I know that a bigger muscle burns more calories. And if you're getting lean, you need bigger muscles to burn more calories so you can get leaner faster. Okay. The next thing is do metabolic conditioning because it's important. Metabolic conditioning confuses your metabolism, makes you burn a lot of calories in different ways, and you burn calories after you're done. Metabolic conditioning is important. The next thing was you got to rest. Resting is important. You're not getting better when you're just training all the time. You're getting better when you're resting and recovering. The next thing was vary your training. That's number seven. Vary your training. Do different stuff. Okay, powerlifting, Olympic lifting, jumping, running, swinging kettlebells, doing dumbbells. I mean, you name it. Vary your training all the time. Don't get stuck in a box of like, this is how a workout should be, and I'm going to do this workout for a period of time. In my opinion, you should vary your training every three to four weeks. All my programs, both in the gym, you know, I program for a, a couple of different things in my gym. Each program changes a little bit every four weeks. That's just how I roll. Okay. After you're varying your training, you got to get outside and use your fitness. Use it for something. Don't just bid all this fitness for no reason. Okay. Use it. Go implement it at places. Get outside. Express it. Enjoy this this movement and this strength and this muscle that you've been working on. Okay especially if you're trying to get lean. It's a priority, okay? So hope you guys enjoyed. This is my second one today. I'm really, really, I'm having a good time. I might even do another one, who knows? Um, but if you enjoyed this podcast, do me a favor. Go onto your Instagrams and your Facebooks. Take a screenshot, tag me in it. Um, let me know what you think. Um, the only way that I can keep doing this podcast and, and keep bringing on you know, good guests and co-hosts from time to time is by growing it and getting more people to learn, to listen to it. So. If you, if you know somebody that could benefit from these podcasts, please do share it with them. And again, share it on your story or your feed on Instagram and tag me in it. Okay. Next thing you can do is go to iTunes and give me a five-star rating and review. Let me know how you feel. Okay. Let me know what you want to hear. Maybe you want me to go into a specific topic. Maybe you want me to talk about a couple things. Maybe you want me to answer a couple questions. Okay. Try it. Give me a review. Let me know. Again, that's all part of growing this podcast. All right, and if you want to give me a follow, I am on Instagram at the CF7C Coach. You can search me on Facebook too. Just go in the search box, type in Cody Smith, 
Uh, if you want to follow a gym, we put out tons of information on our gym outlet too. On Instagram, it's at CrossFit, the number seven cities. And if you want to check us out on Facebook, just go on Facebook, type in the search bar, CrossFit Seven Cities. And again, I hope you enjoyed it. Um, I'd love to get some feedback from you. But uh, until next time, take care. Attention, like I didn't even put like those who know me well, like I love that yum yum sauce, and I couldn't put that yum yum sauce on my uh, rice because I didn't have the the fat and the carbs for it. So um, had to be very careful because now I'm losing. Uh, I'm trying to lose. And it's tough for me. Like it's, it's hard to get up in the morning and know that, you know, for the past seven, eight weeks, oh, it might have been longer than that. Probably like twelve weeks, I spent time essentially, you know, eating within reason as much as I wanted to, and then trying to hit those numbers, and now I can't. And now because I know the 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 power of accountability, I have, uh, like I said, uh, Coach Becky doing my nutrition, and it's. <laughs> It's embarrassing when I'm not, you know, on my numbers all the way because I know that I got to report to her, right? So, you know, that accountability is huge for me. And, and it's just proof that, you know, I've been coaching, like I said, 10 plus years. I've been owning a gym for 11. I've been at this for a long time. I still struggle. I still struggle. I did an Instagram post uh, <clears throat> on my story a couple of months back or maybe a couple of weeks ago. And I was talking about like, you know, we get that all the time. Oh, it's easy for you. It's not easy. It's not easy at all. I struggle with fat loss the same way you do. I struggle with working out the same way you do, right? And if coaches would share that more with their athletes, I bet they could get them to do a little bit more and stay consistent and adhere to what they're trying to say. Like you're, when you see these guys, that are, these guys and girls that are out there that are jack and just have great bodies and they're coaching, like um, I don't think they share enough. Like they don't share enough their story. They don't. They don't have enough empathy for like you know we we. It's easy as coaches and and and. Uh, fitness professionals to forget that at one point in time the reason we decided to do what we're doing now is because we weren't going in the right direction we didn't have that change in our body that we wanted that's why we decided to be fitness professionals because we didn't have what we wanted right so if more coaches out there would 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 mention that like uh, i like fatty foods i hate doing (laughs) I hate doing the, you know, uncomfortable workouts. I hate going to bed early. I hate all these things, just like you do. And I know the science and, and I understand the, the evidence that supports why I shouldn't do it. Doesn't make it any easier for me. I struggle. I pay for coaches. I got a coach right now. I'm paying several hundred dollars to do my workouts and to mentor me in business. And I got Coach Becky doing my nutrition. And it's my job. Like I do what these people are doing for me. But it's because I struggle too. I have those same demons everybody else does. All right, so let's review, guys. Um, Let's go through my notes here. Apologize, the paper. I'm not sure how to turn that uh, feedback off. So uh, 10 things that your coaches need to tell you. If if, if you're my athlete, you probably already know these things. Um, But if if you're looking to get a coach or you have your own coaches, they need to be talking about, like, fast results are not good. The scale is not the only tool. You need to be tracking your biofeedback. You need to be patient because this is not a sprint, it's a marathon. You're not going to lose body fat in a linear fashion. It's just not going to happen. You need to be flexible to be sustainable. You got to educate yourself. You have to have it. You have to have an exit diet from your diet. You need to eat like an adult. 
and your coaches struggle too. 10 things that they need to share with you. If they're not, you know where to find me. Thanks for listening to the podcast today. I hope you got some value out of it. I hope you have some information. If you did enjoy this podcast, please go on Instagram, on your story, take a screenshot, post it, tag me in it. Let me know that you like it. Give me feedback. The only way that I can keep continuing doing this podcast and, and, and having really smart coaches on here um, is through growing this thing and getting more people to listen and to know about it. Um, so sharing that screenshot super important. You can also do me a favor too. You can head to iTunes and give us a five-star rating. Uh, we love getting reviews. We love knowing what we, you know, what I can do better, what our, our, our co-host can do better. Um, we can only do that if we know what you, the listener, wants to hear. So I hope you enjoyed it. Um, we'll see you next time.